Welcome back, me sweet listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next generation leaders who strive to be both career oriented and life minded. The Me Sweet podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C suites lead the companies we most admire. The C suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, is everything running smoothly in our day to day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. Me-suite listeners, as you know, we are about to wrap up an amazing season one. And there is an avid listener out in my life. It's also somebody that I would use for feedback and pressure testing ideas. And she came back with this provocation of, but wait, wait, wait a minute, Donna. No one's ever interviewed you. What if we interview you for the closing out of season one? And I think it's only fair that she puts me under the microscope. So I would like to reintroduce the listeners to Amy Easton, welcome her back into the Me Suite, and she is your today's host, Amy Easton. Hi, Donna, and thank you for always being uh, willing to jump on board with my somewhat sometimes crazy ideas. I uh, am very excited to do this because I think listening to all of season one, I've just heard so many great things from so many incredible people. And I know that you have been one of those people in my life personally. So I wanted to give everybody the opportunity to hear from you in a way that those of us that have been lucky enough to get your guidance throughout our lives have. So I'm really looking forward to some of your answers. Well, you are very kind. And now I'm a little nervous, but take it away. (laughs) You'll be fine. So the first thing I want to know is how are you feeling as your first season draws to a close? Well, first of all, it's even crazy that you can say that the first season coming to a close. So I'll say energized by listeners and gratitudinous for my guests. Oh, I love that. Core values has been a big theme for you throughout this season. I want you to share with us what your core values are. Okay. So mine, I've mentioned them a few times on some episodes, but not many. Um, They're also on my website. Uh, I have three. They are curiosity freedom and respect. Curiosity for me is about always asking questions, always learning. I love to learn other people, why they think as they do, why their perspectives may be different from mine, seeing a situation from another's point of view, holding two conflicting ideas in my head at the same time. I strive at least to be seeking to understand. This core value has driven the educational experiences that I've sought in my life, the people I bring into my life, and hopefully the arc of my next 50 years. Then the second one is freedom. And freedom for me is all about having options. I believe options are power. When you have options, you don't feel trapped. You're in control. Knowing I can walk to something or from something when I want to is freedom to me. And in particular, I have lived my life financially to fund freedom. And then my third one is respect. And respect in this instance is all about equality, diversity of thought, and caring enough to learn a person and to value them. 
I want respect for myself and I strive to give it to other people. So curiosity, freedom, and respect are my three core values. So you talked a lot about learning and curiosity there. So then what was your most fun thing to learn and why? The most fun thing that I learned was their core values. And so it really made me start to think again about, well, how will I approach new relationships in the future? Yeah. And it was fun to learn all of that. And some of them made perfect sense. And I would, you know, I would smile when they would say them because I would go, yeah, 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 that's so you. Mm. And I thought that that was really fun because it brought me even closer to those people. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So what was the most difficult topic and why? I guess it wouldn't have been a topic necessarily. Mm-hmm. But what I did find most difficult was preparation for the interviews because I would go out to someone and invite them to be a guest and I was shocked at how many times people would say why do you want to interview me I don't have anything interesting to say but getting that potential guest to recognize that they were amazing inside Mm. was really difficult sometimes. Uh, And so it made me just realize how many people are quite humble about the amazingness that they bring. But the the difficulty I found was more in the preparation of those people, not in the actual topics that we were discussing. During the season and through the interviews that you did, what or who surprised you the most and why? Oh, I had trouble answering the difficult question, but this one is easy. (sighs) Wilson Toussaint. Okay. I have known him since 1996 or 7. I was shocked at my interview with Wilson, and he knows it. I even say it in the recording, so I'm not speaking out of school. Wilson, for me in my life, because I met him when we were in business school together, was always the steady, calm one who would assess the situation. He was always the voice, is always the voice of reason. He is uh, creative, accessible, uh, smart, wise, all those wonderful things. And his podcast was this incredible, vulnerable conversation Mm. all around one of his core values, which was, I'm going from memory here, I won't get it exactly right. But one of his core values was failure is not fatal unless you don't learn from it. Yeah. That's what it was. And so all these examples he was giving were about where he screwed this up, he screwed that up. I mean, everything was just, just how on earth is he going to dig himself out of these insurmountable situations? And of course he did. He's a good example of how you should never sort of judge someone putting them on that pedestal. Ask your leaders. Ask the people around you how they got where they got. Yeah. Because they've usually got some really great stories of how things did not go to plan or how, you know, somebody helped put them back on a trajectory. How would you sum up the major learnings from season one then for you? So my major learnings are that people are amazing. Number one. And related to that is that everyone is a teacher and an inspiration. Oh, I love that. If you give them a chance to tell their story. Mm. And 
that thinking about your core values and revisiting them should be done as regularly as a dental cleaning. Yeah, that's a great line. (laughs) And then I I was looking at the themes from the sweeteners, you know, that I ask Mm -hmm. at the end of all of the episodes. And if I had to pull out one thing that came across more than another, it was time, 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 time that Mm. we don't have a lot of time. Time is your most precious asset. Uh, don't waste time. You never know wh- when it's your time. Yeah. Uh, so that that was another key learning is that uh, make the most of it. Mm. Oh, I love that one. How can people get a quick review of the key concepts or points coming out of season one? Because there was a lot of great stuff there. Oh, so yeah. I- Thank you for asking this because I actually have archived every Me Sweet episode on my website. Oh, great. But in addition to that, every podcast episode has show notes written uh, that are summarizing who is being interviewed, what are the key themes being discussed in the interview, and every single guest's core values are in the show notes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So what do you do differently in your day now than you did before season one? I make more personal connections. Okay. So I think that I really learned from just the incredible excuse to call up these amazing people yeah. and have a, have a dialogue with them about, will you come on and be an interview guest? And how could we position your conversation? Mm. I would have to call people and have real life human conversations. Mm. Oddly, I think through the technology and social media platform, Mm-hmm. What I learned through the prep of the podcast and doing the podcast is I am doing much, much more personalization and personal connection than I had been before. With all of those tips, going back to what I uh, mentioned before, what three things can your yeah. listeners start doing on Monday that, you know, your top three recommended things they can start doing on Monday? Have the C-suite mindset. And that C-suite leaders wake up every day focused on three things. They are marshalling core values. They are keeping the day-to-day operations running smoothly. And they are staying fresh and relevant for the future they want to have. And those three things are no different for us individually of are we living true to our core values? Is our day-to-day running smoothly? And are we staying fresh and relevant for the future we want to have? What themes or topics can we expect in season two? Ooh, so I have really got to sit down and figure this out. Uh, I know I will do a season two and I do have a personal board of directors because I eat my own dog food. Mm -hmm. And I have a personal board of directors who is really helping me uh, provide feedback and shape what the strategy and angle uh, season two may contain. One of them is around a theme I actually mentioned a moment ago, which is people are amazing and here is one of them. Mm. Another angle is the concept of I got to tell you. Oh, I like that. And if you went to anyone and asked them about their experiences, you know, what, what they have learned along this journey that they call their life, if there was something that they were just hungry to convey to other people, I got to tell you, what would it be? Mm. And that concept I'm rolling around in my mind is because of the sweeteners section of season one. 
where I was so surprised at what people would say in that section and what the wide range of advice was. And it was all coming out of some very intimate experiences. Mm. Oh, that's great. Yep. Is there anything else? Is there a sweetener you wanted to add for everyone? So I think I have two sweeteners. One's a little bit on a heavier note. And it's the concept that be careful when you use the word I, as in me, We is almost always a more accurate representation of how something gets accomplished. And if you do need to say I, be sure to thank all of those around you who made it possible for you to succeed. And then my second one is on maybe on a lighter note. You know how some countries have required military training for their youth. I believe a world would be a better place if we all had to take acting classes we would be able to get inside the head of other people to make sense of their motivations, to see situations from their point of view. You'd have to seek to understand their intentions, not judge when you play a role. We would be better communicators. We would be better listeners. We would be more creative and we would be able to act like we know what we're doing, like me in podcasting right now. But, but seriously, just like people value sports for teaching valuable life lessons around being a team player and managing victories and disappointments, acting teaches life skills that we all need. Et tu, Amy? Thank you, Amy. And thank you all listeners for joining me in the Me Suite for season one. I know you're out there and I appreciate you. And I suspect that you listeners are all just as amazing as any guests that I've had on the podcast thus far. Let me hear from you and look out for season two, where we will continue to find the amazing in everyone and we'll get back in there soon. Find me at themesuite.com, d-me-suite.com or on Facebook and on LinkedIn. 